Welcome to What's Left to Do. I'm your host, Janelle. Ay, yay, yay. This week, we get to hear from Brace Belden, who is one third of the crew over at the True Anon podcast. Uh, dear Brace has, shall we say, lived. He endured the trauma of losing his mother at a young age, had a turbulent adolescence with a stint as a runaway, and developed a pretty heartbreaking addiction right as he entered adulthood. But lurking beneath all of that chaos was a kid who was struggling to express himself to the world through some sort of art. Right. Gee golly. We're I don't know if we're in for a treat today or or we're in for something. Yes. I'm <laughs> I'm here with none other than Ace of Brace, Brace Belden of uh, True Non Podcast. Hello. Former San Franciscan. I'm so sad that no, he's not always. there anymore. Um <laughs> how are you doing today, Brace? I am doing I'm doing all right. Why did you say it like that? I mean, I'm just, it hasn't been a great day or anything. Okay, but, but your shirt tells me that it was a great day. Yeah. Was that yeah, deliberate? I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt right now. But I tell you, it's made out of some kind of material that is itchy. Uh, no, but it has a strange reaction to sweat. I can't tell if it's good or bad, mm. but it's, uh, it's, okay. I don't know what, it feels it's greasy. Okay, so but I'm it's. I'm kind of sitting here in like a shirt of grease. Why, ah, shirt of grease. Greece. Mm-hmm. That's right. Giddy up. Um, but I want us to start looking at the weather though, so we don't wear itchy grease shirts yeah. on a ninety-seven degree day. Here's Is that thing, a baby. request I can I can make? No. Okay. Great. Here's the thing. Yep. Break it I down. got I I purchase clothes once a year. Uh, okay. If that. Okay. The purchase comes at the same time. Uh huh. I purchase whatever shirts I might need to make up for losses of shirts, okay. etc. Okay. And I generally purchase two pairs of pants for a year. Yes, I I want to know why. Uh, because Levi's five eleven jeans okay. last for in the manner that I wear them uh-huh. about one year <laughs> before they start getting holes in the knees, which then people think I did on purpose. That's I right. bought them like that. Okay, which I find humiliating because because why would I buy jeans with rips in them? Because you're you though. But they come naturally. Okay. And right. so uh-huh. I, uh, I, and so I have to replace them. All right. Here's the thing though. 97 degrees. I don't like wearing shorts. Why? It makes you look like a little boy baby. <laughs> and I don't want to do that. Is this because you have chicken legs? I do have, no, I actually get pretty nice legs. Okay. Then why don't we, why don't we strut? Because I, I, I find it to be, uh, the, the, the dress of a child. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> That that didn't make any sense. Um, it listen, I'm not here to convince you. It's okay, just how but, I feel. Okay, but I want you to try though. Okay, I think that that adult men should wear pants almost all the time. You're out of your exactly. Tree, sir. Didn't, didn't convince you. No, you didn't. That's fine. Brace, you're a nut. Let's get into it. Let's um, crack this. Let's let's. Cr- <laughs> 
<sighs> Let's crack this nut. Where'd you grow up? Where were you? Where'd you start out? Uh, from San Francisco. Uh-huh. Um, my parents divorced when I was young. My mother died uh, when I was pretty young. Whoa. How old were you? I was six years old. Ah. Oof. And uh, and then after that, moved around different parts of the North Bay and Marin with mm. my dad. Okay. So uh, you so SF from yeah. zero to six, and then North Bay, six yes. on. On, yeah, until 17. All yeah. Right. Although, when I was, uh, I spent about a year in Montana as well. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Which did you prefer, Montana or San Francisco? Or the Bay? I definitely did not. I When I was, so... I got in some legal trouble when I was about 12 mm. um, for uh, being with these guys that burned down this hill. Hill? Hill. How I does know. one burn a hill? Fireworks. and A hill? A hill. Whole hill of dry grass. So so like a, you mean like a haystack? No. Full hill with apartments at the top and everything. But the apartments didn't burn. They just got fucked up. Oh. Um, smoke damage, I guess. Okay. Uh, but because I was, I didn't flee quickly enough. I didn't think I really understood what was happening because uh, I was like, well, I told him not to do that. Cause I did. Uh-huh. I told him not to throw the fireworks I mean, in the dry listen, grass. You, and, you know, I know how fireworks. You got to beat the charge. Uh, my brother. <laughs> I was the one who got the blame. For the whole hill. Whole thing. And oh. not only that, but also for the abandoned hardware store that we all would hang out in and uh-huh. drink beer or smoke weed and shit in. Yeah. And so everything that was found in there was, uh, put on my ass uh-huh. including brace rules written on the wall in like crayon or colored pencil something we found there uh-huh uh like a childlike writing implement yeah <laughs> um and i was put on probation given us whole i mean they pulled me into this room at one point and put out these like giant black and white photographs of uh-huh. brace rules written on the wall at 12 at twelve, so yes. were you? Were, so you had like a, a a badass child farm in Montana. So yeah, I got sent to like a, a child farm, basically. Sorry, that was that was no, no, no. You're right. <laughs> the way I should. No, you're totally right. I okay. was. It turned out to be kind of like a offshoot of an offshoot of something called Synanon. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I ran away from there when yep. I was. Uh, I would get a home visit after a year, where you're supposed to like make a break from your old life and throw away all your old harmful. I was like into punk rock music. Of like course. Throw away right. all your like misfit CDs or whatever. Uh-huh. Which I did not have a very big collection of them. <laughs> so uh, instead I ran away. I was on the run for four months. Um, at I, 12? At, no, at this point I was 14. So you were, hold on, I need to get this. So I was a gone for, so I got sent away when I was like, I got I got in trouble when I was twelve. You got pinched at twelve. I got pinched at twelve. The legal proceedings took a little while. Yeah. Um, then in my freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. about two months into it, uh-huh. I had already been kicked out of one school uh-huh. or asked to leave politely. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I was uh, um, went to school for about two months, mm-hmm. and I was sent away in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. Uh, or I guess early in the morning. So I, I, I think I had maybe just turned 14. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was 13 still. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I have like no records from back then, but okay. I was either 13 or 14 when I got sent away. To Montana? To Montana. Uh-huh. You yeah. Did well, it's first to Oregon, then to Montana. Okay. Um, I was supposed to be there for two, two and a half years. Uh-huh. Escaped from there. Escaped? Escaped from a home visit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- no one had ever run successfully. Huh. And I did. Okay. Uh, I stayed in punk houses in San Francisco for a while. Chula Alley, across okay. from uh, 
where the fucking middle school is. Uh, I stayed at a punk house. I lost my virginity in a punk house called The Hole <laughs> on Ocean Avenue. Uh, That's which, too perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know this is a political thing, but boy, <laughs> that was not uh, a story <laughs> that makes me look great. Uh-huh. Well, it's not really much of a story. It's just bad to say that you lost your virginity in somewhere called the hole. No, that's I mean, um, but that's that's kind of the only way that that should happen. Live in the streets the for a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, At fourteen. Yeah, we're gonna uh, back up because this is the, you. I feel like you skipped a lot, but go ahead. There's uh-huh. a yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. that happened back uh-huh. then. Um, but you eventually got caught because you. I eventually stay got caught for long. while um, making out with this girl from Mission High mm. under the bridge at Lost Park. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. First, hundred percent first straight guy ever busted. <laughs> We're hooking up down there because that's one of the that's one of the top cruising spots ah, in the city. Yeah. So this is after about four or so months, and I'm returning to my parents, and they're like, "Oh, we looked and realized that you we sent you to a cult." Ooh, uh, in Montana. In Montana, like a Christian. A, no, not, not no. I called sort of shorthand for just a very insular group uh-huh. that was technically modeled off of something that uh, presented itself as a religion, but we, we didn't engage in any worship or anything. It was uh, just like okay. cultish therapy practices. Oh, not really ritual. I mean, they were like kind of into some Native American stuff, but it was more like oh. just insane therapeutic practices. That I see. I. I, I they did not work on me, actually. No, no, <laughs> they worked on a lot of I mean, they didn't really work on anyone after a while, but they uh-huh. worked on some people while they were there. They sure. did not work on me. Uh-huh. Um, and then what happened after you got caught? I went to, uh, I was eventually re-enrolled back in school. I went to about a year and a half more high school uh-huh. at a, let's say a special school. Mm-hmm. Um, like for, Lowell? No, okay. like special in the... like special sense okay. yes uh-huh. in the kind of way you say where you're insulting somebody okay <laughs> um but it was a it was a public high school that uh-huh. was connected to another high school um uh-huh. i uh i i i had been i was the opposite of a gifted kid mm-hmm. so i, I think what do you I, mean by that I, I probably have the worst grades of any human being that actually continued going to school why do you think that was I don't, I, I'm, I'm genuinely very stupid about some things. I later found out in life that mm. I actually have a very severe learning disability. Mm, like dyslexia or? No, some other shit. Okay. They were like, do you want to get tested for this? I'm like, I'm already, I'm 24. Yeah, you know, I made it this long. Do yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. No. Uh, but they're like, if you want to go back to college, you can get like an exemption. I'm like, well, let's, I'm not going back to college. I'm not going to college. <laughs> yeah, uh. Anyway, so I get sent to this special school where there's no homework uh, and I only go for three hours a day because I have a job. Oh. Um, I'm working at a, a uh, I'm making pins all day. Like buttons? Yeah. Okay. Like pins for a distro. And so I would just go to this garage and for like many hours I would make pins. Was that like so- soothing work? No, but I got money from it. Yeah. Uh, it was, I don't know, cool to do. I got free records. Okay. Um, worked at a record store for one week. That sucked. Uh, but I played in bands and was like, um, kind of a shithead. I was, I was, I was, I was a, I was not a, what I would say like a, I think I was a good person sure. at heart, but I did cause a lot of problems. Sure. Okay. But, did, was, but that was, but that became acute, like in your adolescence, like as a, as a little boy, like how would your, how would your family, how would your community have described you? Like rambunctious, like yeah, I don't quiet, know. <laughs> shy. I was rambunctious as a child. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, didn't have much of a community, but no, I, uh, no, I was not. No, like religious or secular, like no. involvement. Really? My parents didn't really, 
you have a, I mean, my, yeah, no, really. my dad was a journalist and stuff. And so okay. I met like a local one. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but, uh, so I met like random people who worked at like channel mm. four or whatever, <laughs> but like, uh, no, I was like, I was, when I was a kid, I was like nerdy and into like dungeons and dragons. Sure. Um, but then I got into punk rock when I was like 12 and mm. that kind of just became like what I was into. What do you, what do you, what about punk like grabbed you? I thought the music was good. Um, the content, like the lyrical content. No, I thought the lyrics were mostly pretty stupid. Okay. And I think that history has borne me out from that. Okay. But I like the music. I like the beat of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you didn't really have to know how to do anything to do it. On the Lamb at 14. On the Lamb, okay. yeah. It became my first band, which is called War Crime, which is ah. one of the... Has come to haunt me many times. Why? Why do you life. say that? So it was just like, we were very like, our thing was like, we were kind of just like, our shtick was kind of being like jokey right wing. But I was like, uh, yeah. As a punk? Well, that was to make everyone mad. Oh, okay. All and right. so it, huh. it, it like worked too well. Uh-huh. Like everyone would get really mad at us. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, oh, this sucks. <laughs> um, like just joking, guys. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I'm 15. I don't, I'm sorry. I'm annoying. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Um, but uh, I stopped. I stopped being as acerbic later. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah, and so I worked at this, you know, kind of worked at this record label distro thing. I uh, finished high school. I don't think I technically have a. I don't know. I can't remember how they explained it to us because I don't. I don't think I could technically get into college with the high school thing I have. Okay. One day they were like, "You're done with school," and you're like, "Okay." And it was like in the middle of the year, and I was like, "If I calculate it right now, uh-huh. I went to about two years of high school." Total, Grand total. In total. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And like no years of regular high school. Okay. But did you, ha- did you have a fairly, c- 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 what's the word? Not continuitous. That's, that's not the right form of that word. But like, did you attend like elementary to middle school pretty yeah. like regularly? Oh, with the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But just. After was- middle school, things got start to get a little, once they let you leave at any point, uh-huh. I was gone. But no, I just, I mean, from getting sent away, yeah, yeah. I lived on this fucking farm. We didn't go to school. I mean, I we went to school in the like least amount you could legally do in Montana. I see. And then uh, I was a runaway for a long time, for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I went to alternative school. Nice. For a year and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, and they really just did not bother making me go. Okay. Did you, um, as you were, so. I got credits for working too. Sure. Making the buttons. Yeah. The pins. Yeah. So if you had a job, you got credits. Gotcha. Okay. Did you grow, okay, so you didn't have much of a community, but you think that people, your dad, your family would describe you as like, you know, just like a kid. Like you're kind of nerdy, you're into like Dungeons yeah. and Dragons, you know, just kid shit. Yeah. Um, did you have did you have an understanding of your family or your community's kind of um, ideology or politics? Like, did you have any ideas around politics as a child? A little bit. How um, did you understand the the politics of your of your family? I mean, my dad had been like a um, kind of a radical, I guess, in the '60s, mm-hmm. but not like a big time one. Sure. He worked at KPFA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he he knew a lot about it. He was sort of like a reporter on that scene, mm-hmm. but not. Not in a, like, I, I think he would not disagree with this characterization. Like, not in, like, a super significant way. Like, he was more of a journalist rather than, like, a radical journalist. Sure. Um, but he knew a lot of people involved in this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad was uh, 
worked at the Big Guardian. Nice. Uh, when it first started, hmm. and he was fired. He was the one of the first people fired from the Big Guardian. Or uh, he got an argument with uh, Bruce Brugman. Ah. And years later, when I was working at the flower shop, Brugman would come drop off the Guardian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you fired my dad in like 1968. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it's like, looks like I was right to do so. Look where you're <laughs> yeah. at. Um, that's awful. So when I was, uh, yeah, but I had no, I had no real like, I mean, I was just really into like you were fa- fantasy and okay. stuff. Like right. I was like, I liked reading about elves. Sure. I loved Lord of the Rings. Mm. And like, uh you know, when I got, by the time I got into punk rock, mm. uh, I was still kind of into that stuff, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, the, the, the politics of punk are ridiculous. Why you know, do you like, say that? That's like um, a radicalizing agent for white kids. White yeah. Boys. I don't think it's a good one for a lot of people because it kind of gives you like a, a, the dumbest possible version of politics. Uh. And then a lot of people, so I'm sure you're encountered will encounter the dumbest possible version of the thing that they believe in mm-hmm. and then do no further investigation and uh, just believe in that. Uh, so it's a lot of just like empty, like anti-authority messaging and stuff, but no but actual... But for a lot of people, thought. it's a, like a, it's a, it's a, it's a narrow, but, but uh, ends up being kind of a capacious gateway to, to a yeah. politic. Yeah, I mean, it, I definitely. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh. Definitely, like for, for some people. Sure. I just know I, I know a lot of punk rockers. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of dumbass guys. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. But uh, for me, I was just like, you know, this is kind of just adopted that stuff without really interrogating. It, gotcha. You know what I mean? Well, you were young. Yeah. It was. I was also very young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but there weren't any. There weren't any like uh, deep, intense like dinner table discussions with with dad or about no. you know, the news of I the mean, day growing up. No, my dad would like talk about the news to me mm-hmm. every day, but like not like. You know, this is, I was 13 when the Iraq war happened, yeah. went to the Iraq war protests, mm-hmm. um, like the big answer protests they did downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had friends, like a bunch of friends arrested at them, but it just wasn't really something like, I was so fucked up in my personal life, mm. which has been a theme with me throughout the years. Yeah. Um, so kind of so fucked up in my personal life that I had no real ability to like conceptualize a lot you. of like the big things that were going outside in the world. Uh-huh. And I was really just like, I wanted... Um, I, I I was like wounded by the world and I wanted to get hmm. revenge on it. What do you mean when you say that? I just had a bad uh, time of it when I was younger a lot. Sure, sure. And sure. so. You had to deal with the trauma of losing a parent. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of drugs in the, that sure. story. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but then also getting sent away was very rough on me. Of course. This place, the place was, both places I got sent to were now shut down. Mm. Um, do you think that maybe the, 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 when, uh, what you, part of maybe what you could mean, I don't yeah. know, uh, by what you just said, like you, you felt wounded by the world and, uh, wanted revenge on it. Did that, did that, um, did that, did that, can you look back and see the seeds of like a, a, a rebellious, maybe like destructive politics to that? Yes. Do you know yeah. What I'm yeah. I think I think that I'm very lucky by circumstance to not actually have like been more self-destructive than I was. Mm. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I think what 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 all this eventually yeah. came to, to germinate in was a deep, almost overriding obsessive mm. obsession rather yeah. with uh, justice, ah. um, which is a word justice, think, not yeah. revenge. Well, or or is justice revenge? I, I stopped wanting to get revenge on the world. Okay, a long time ago. Mm. Um, 
and and thank God I did. But um, you know, I, I I started to actually be able to identify when I was older mm-hmm. um, the actual causes of the things that I got you. had personally fucked my shit up. Sure. Um, because I mean, to be honest, like yeah, like a lot of I was I was I was not really cognizant of what was going on with other people for sure. a lot of my early life. Sure. Like I, I was like a shithead when I was a teenager. So I thought that my actions, which I was like, I'm not in my heart being mean or whatever. Yeah. That I I didn't realize the effect they would have on other people. I got you. And eventually, I did very much come to learn that, uh, and that had a big impact on me as well. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, I mean, when I was 18, I became a a uh, drug addict also. So Hang was, on, we're yeah. not at 18. Did you have you you you're, you're giving you're you're giving a very like vulnerable look into early life and yeah and I I welcome that. In addition, this is not so vulnerable, but I just want to understand. Totally. Did you under did you have an understanding of of class growing up? Maybe not as such, but did you think like more or less most kids in the Bay or San Francisco yeah. or in the country like most kids live like me or, or did you have a sense of like, I've got it way better or I have it way worse than most people. Like, did you, how did you situate that? How did you make sense of that? It was weird. Cause my friends were not really selected from like my peers at school and stuff as a, as a young, as kid? a young person about at a, after about age 12, uh-huh, uh-huh. I actually didn't have, I had like a, one or two, 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 one or two friends that went to the same school as me. Okay. But I became part of like a larger group scene of people uh, that was made up of like punks punks yeah but also a lot of graffiti kids mm-hmm. a lot of kids in the mission a lot of like just like young troublemakers uh-huh, i guess uh-huh. who, who might have like held allegiance to various subcultures but all hung out together sure um and so i was my family was pretty middle class relative to the that crew yeah okay or just um, in, in general i think in general okay, okay. yeah 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 although Yes. Yes. What? Um, Say it. Why did we stumble? Say it. I just, I I didn't really have a conception of how debt worked back then either. I see. Um, I see. see. But, uh, but I, um, but I, I knew a lot of people who, a lot of my friends had situations that were significantly worse than mine. Uh huh. And you were aware of that at the time? Very much so. Oh, okay. Did you feel lucky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am, I make no bones about it. I'm the luckiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, I, I mean, in a general sense, mm-hmm. but also at the time, yeah, I felt, sure. I felt very lucky, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 it was, it was interesting because I think to me, like getting into punk rock was like the greatest thing to ever happen to me because it introduced me to so many people that I would have never met uh, if I had just like stayed in like, you know, fucking like kids I went to high school with sure. and stuff like that. Um, and it afforded me like a, a, a much larger look at, at, I think the Bay. What did you, can you, can you think of, of, of um, something or some group or, or, or anything that like was 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 introduced to you as new when you started hanging out with these people? Like, like for instance, like, did you, I'm being silly, but like, did you discover pupusas when you, you know, when you started <laughs> You know what's funny is I was a, not a very adventurous eater. Uh, no, that's, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but, well, it's weird, like, my parents are. 
my, my, my stepmom was a, was a uh, she worked as a cook for a long time. Ah, okay. And so she would always make crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. I would always be like, well, I don't know if I want to eat that. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. So was, it, was it like foods and cultures that, that no, were opened up to you? Yeah. In the, on the punk scene or just like different like you know, local haunts that you didn't De- know yeah, All sorts of stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'd never been in SRO before. Ah. I never, like... What the fuck were you doing in an SRO at 12? Well, check this out. My friend's mom started dating this guy. Ah. And she lived with her mom in SRO on yeah. Market. Yeah. Uh, that was before Market got as bad as it is now, but sure. it was still kind of crackheady. Her mom... <laughs> crackheady. Well, her dad started dating this guy, and I knew who the guy was. Okay. The guy had just gotten out of prison. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He killed his old lady Oof. in like the late, the mid to late eighties. Uh huh. And also, I think paralyzed maybe her, his old lady's boyfriend. Oh. Um, and he got out of prison. He started dating my friend's mom. Uh huh. And I remember we went over to her house, and she was like, "Oh yeah, my mom's new boyfriend is here." And he said his name, and I was like, "Uh, can I talk to you for a sec?" To uh, my friend. But how did you know about him? He was kind of famous, not famous, like no one, but he was in like a band the, and like the, the guy, the guy who got out, the guy who got out. He'd been in a band in the eighties. Oh, and that's how you know his name. And so when your exactly. friend was like, oh, my yes. mom's boo. Is- and I was like, uh, <laughs> then I found out maybe I was like, there was also rumors that her mom kills someone. So I was like, you know what? none okay. of my problem. All right. Not but you're in business. a, you're in a small SRO with these, and yeah, you weren't nervous yeah, yeah, yeah. or was it like exhilarating? No, I mean, no, it was just normal. I guess. I don't oh, know. It was, yeah. Weird. I, 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 living to me when I was like a runaway, mm-hmm. I also got a big dose of real other people's realities as well. Sure, um, but no, it was pretty. It was pretty normal. Okay, um, huh. but yeah, I just. I but you know. were you were you were you were sheltered from that pre getting on the yeah scene. absolutely yeah gotcha. yeah, okay. yeah yeah yeah. So it was a pre punk post punk. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. and so. I also got to, I mean, I was really lucky to, my bands got, my bands got to tour the whole country and. Really? Yeah, yeah. As a teenager? When I was, I think, 15 or 16 Uh in the summer. Uh, We went on like a two and a half month tour. Really? Yeah. Who, did you have like a chaperone? No. I mean, it was what guy in the other band, I was, it was, I was, it was like a couple guys that were like 18. In your band? I was the youngest guy on tour, but everyone was also, we were kind of all around the same age. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did you, what, wait, what, nobody was like, okay, you need to be in school right now? No, no. Okay. School wasn't, no, it was summer, and then also part of school year. Okay. But no, no, it was just like, what are they going to do, send a guy to New York to arrest me or something, you know? Yes! That's what they do, that's what they do with children who are away from their, okay. Um. Huh. But uh, yeah, we did a big ass, big ass tour, put out some records, um, uh-huh. and uh, it was it was cool. You know, I got to travel a lot, uh-huh. um, play shows. That was very fun. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I, it was it just went, like the op. You had the opposite of helicopter parenting as an adolescent. Oh. Uh, something I only realized sort of now. Yeah, I, I love my dad. He's a really. I mean, I'm, I I care he did about him. The best him. he could do. Yeah. Yeah, he's a wonderful man. Uh-huh. Definitely hands off parenting style. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he worked all the time. Sure. Um. You know. Did you understand that? Like, did you? Could you contextualize? That? Yeah. I mean, my dad worked weird hours too. Not weird hours, but different hours than like nine to five. Yeah. yeah or yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. Um. So he was gone. I think he worked from like twelve to nine or something. Uh um so he's gone in the evening he's gone in the evenings and stuff like, yeah exactly okay. um 
But I also, after I ran away, I kind of think I proved to my parents that I could take care of myself. Uh-huh. And so by the time I was 15, I was like, I mean, I had a job, you yeah. know, I had. And you come yeah, and go so, as you please. And it yeah. was all good. Just kind of. Yeah. Try yeah. not to get pinched again. Exactly. And, yeah. Which I did get pinched several times, but not until I turned 18. Okay. All right. Um, although, I don't know. Actually, I think I did get pinched again before I turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> but my friends and I, we also like. You know, this was also sort of during the opening, not the opening stages, but like the mission was starting to get changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Meaning um, gentrify. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it already was a little bit, but it was just more so. Mm-hmm. There was more, more like, it was funny. We like hated hipsters. And so. As, as teenagers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there was also like a lot of guys that we hung out with that were like, we're mission locals. Like we're like, like you know, get yeah. out of here. So we'd end up, like we beat up a lot of people. You and your boys. Was yeah. whooping ass in the mission. Yes. Um, it, like more than one guy. I. I mean, maybe, you, maybe if you can't talk about it, then we don't. I mean, no, it. it's fine. I mean, not that we didn't like kill anybody. Or yeah. Anything, but, but you would just like my roll friend up on group, somebody. Yeah. And like, fuck somebody up. Well, not like always just one person, but like we would, we were looking for trouble a lot of the time. Huh. This was a, which was a real pattern. Not like I'm not like Rambo out here, you know. Like no, you know, I you have on kicks. a greasy tropical shirt. That's I know true. you weren't yeah. <laughs> Rambo, but um, but no, we, we 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 you know, and there was a lot of that stuff at punk shows uh-huh. specifically. I remember there was this group of Nazi skinheads from the North Bay, which makes sense. Which I saw, we would just guys like that. We fight a lot. Okay. It shows. There was a lot of fighting and violence. It shows. Were you trying? To, were you trying to like live out your idea of what a like a, like a badass punk? Should it's funny because I never be? thought of myself as a badass. I I'm aware. What of did you I think look. of? What did you think you were when you were walking around looking for trouble on the mission, trying to trying to you know get stocks some static? We didn't know what else to do. You were bored. I, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't that we was, were bored and we didn't like the like people there but the, the we didn't the like con- like vi- we like hated vice magazine fucking hipsters and shit like that. It's like oh you were like the anti in retrospect yeah okay. it's right. like not a lot of daylight probably there yeah um but uh we were like we're punk and yeah. like we're gonna kill you this was clear this could not have been a group of like all white kids definitely not no okay yeah. certainly okay that's um, good. helping my yeah mental picture i have going here uh and then it showed, I mean, I got my ass kicked a lot too. On the street? Mm. Or at like Sometimes, shows. yeah. But no, it shows and stuff. For like, parties. For like, what? I had a big mouth. Oh, oh. Big okay. mouth. He was popping and people, people would stop me from talking. Yeah. <laughs> at, uh, frankly, they were probably right to do so. At school, I would beat up, get beat up for being gay. Uh-huh. Because uh, they were bullying you because Yeah. You were- but no, they also thought I was actually gay. Yeah, but that's still bullying you. That I mean, that's still yeah, not nice. I mean, yeah, it yeah, wasn't that yeah, you were necessarily yeah. instigating anything. It's just they were picking on you because they yes, exactly. You to, because yeah, they, yeah. they 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 no, but they legitimately thought I was gay. Which I'm. Why still, do you think they did? I don't know. Because you were quiet, or you were no, I was school? not quiet. I don't know. Not in school, you were quiet. No, no, I was not. Um, did you wear like? Paisley I wore tight shirt? pants. Okay. Which I'm not, not saying that that makes it right, but but now I know, you that makes that's why you got to change your jeans now every year. you guys yeah. <laughs> are wearing these tight little pants. <laughs> Shut up. And I'm like, look, the tables have turned. And you know what? <laughs> I'm fine with your lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But uh, I mean, I was just there was a high level. I think I think I don't think I would mischaracterize it to say there was a high level of violence. Sure. Um, that you got acclimated to, you were involved in. Very early, yes. Okay. Uh, huh. And in drugs, in drinking. Uh-huh. Um, as a teen. As so. a teenager, yeah. Okay. Although I wasn't into drugs until later. Until But, 18. yeah. Okay. But at the end of, you went to, in your words, not mine, you went to a special high school. You didn't do super well. <laughs> yes. You didn't technically get, like, a diploma. I, I, I don't think I did, yeah. Yes. You don't think you got a diploma. But at the end of high school, when you're, even though you've kind of been living a pretty independent yeah quasi adult life since like 15 um like what was what what was the plan for you like did did your dad and stepmom like okay hey now we've gotten you to this point you need to go to junior college and da 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 or did you have your own idea about when about what you wanted to do when you looked out on the world at 18 I'll be honest I can't remember there being a conversation about college it didn't have to be a conversation but was it an ambient expectation that you metabolized or absorbed clearly not what no it's not clear i don't know no no um my dad is actually the last person in my family to have graduated college Uh. me and my uh, i have not graduated college um or uh, i went i was i think it was kind of like well you got to move out and get a job i'm 17 Mm -hmm. and uh and I was like, I guess I'm just going to do that. Okay. I didn't really have a conception of what came after that. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, what, I what I... do you, can you think back to that point? And like, what, what were you thinking about maybe your life or just life in general? Like, or, or was it not? I a... thought I was going to be a writer. Ah, okay. Yeah. Why? Because I loved books. Okay. That was the sole reason. Uh-huh. I was like, I love to read. Okay. That was like my, it still is one of the main things I do. Sure for fun uh-huh. I, guess. I don't know if i would describe it as that but <laughs> for leisure for leisure uh-huh. yeah um and so i was like well i guess i'm just gonna read more books until i can write well enough and huh. then i'm gonna write a, a novel okay um and uh and i had i didn't really and i was like i'm gonna go to i so i took a, i enrolled in ccsf okay and i took a uh creative writing class and immediately fell in love with a gorgeous girl mm-hmm so you stayed in the class? Yeah, well, until I asked her out, and then she never came to class again. No! Yes. Oh, no. Which is, if you're listening to this, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to like keep playing in bands, uh-huh. work my way up at this flower shop yeah. to the other position at the flower shop. Uh-huh. By that, I mean the other shift at the flower shop. <laughs> I didn't mean the other position. I meant other shift at the flower shop. Uh-huh. Uh and uh, until I until I can write a book, because I'm like, I don't really know. I mean, I didn't have very much money, but I had a really cheap apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, $1,500 for a three-bedroom. Shared it with two other guys. Whoa. Yeah. That was... Post and Leavenworth. Long time ago. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Did you, did you, A, what was the book that you thought you had in you? B, were you, were you content with life at this point or was there some restlessness what was the feeling i mean i think i just didn't really have a conception of who i was or where i was going or what was what were was you conscious on. of that though or did you not yes know that you i had like that? a deep yearning for something that i couldn't put my finger on ah at 18 at 18 okay yeah. all right and in fact a, an ache that was boulder sized in mm-hmm. my stomach at all times mm-hmm. that uh i then began to fill with are you familiar with oxycontin yes i am 
Oh, is this when the drug... This is when the drug... Okay. I, this is when I become acquainted with Oxycontin. Okay. And really, I'm almost like, you know what? That's a really something... That's like how you, if you if you made it through now without getting COVID, it's like, you kind of missed out. Yeah. <laughs> on like the big thing that's happening. <laughs> I got to... Uh, I became a, uh, addicted to Oxycontin. Mm. I buy it from this fucking guy named Dr. Z. It was this old Egyptian... Mm. Uh, dope dealer. Okay. Uh, Street said, or he had office? Like he was an actual No, I wasn't an actual. He said he had been a doctor in Egypt, but... Nobody. I can tell you I've been a doctor in Egypt. You know what I mean? And I believe you. Eventually, he got busted for shooting a bird from his window, from his SRO. Uh. uh but I spent... My buddy saw him stab his old lady with a katana. Fucking straight through her stomach. She what? lived. Yeah. When he was just going to cop? He- yeah, he went to cop and uh, fucking... Z... Mm. No... He didn't see him stab. Uh, sorry, this happened like ten years or oh. more than that, twelve years ago. Okay. He didn't see him stab, stab her. He was buzzed in immediately after he had stabbed her. Seriously. So she was like bleeding out of her stomach, and he was like, he still copped. Did he? Did he call the ambulance for help? For her? You're gonna call emergency services from your? No, I don't know. I mean, she did live. How? Don't know. Holy shit. So, but you would, you would cop from Dr. Z regularly. I'd cop him while he was stabbing her at you, the time. Because you, know? you were that far in your I addiction. Was, I was, well, I was just like, yeah. I mean, I wasn't even that, I was far. I mean, I was physically and spiritually and mentally addicted to opiates. Sure, but sure, sure. Um, I wasn't that far at the time. The other guy was much further along than me. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, this is something that makes me feel good all the time. It, that, it was a, it was a, it was a bandaid of sorts for that Exactly. Ache. A lot of people describe the feeling that they get when they find out like their drug or drink of choice is mm-hmm. like, I have arrived. Ah. And that's how I felt. I was like, I have, this is the promised land, baby. Like, if I can just keep this feeling up until the day that I die, uh-huh. I'm going to live the kind of life that like. But describe the feeling. Is it that, is it that I'm not thinking about other things that maybe I worry about? Is it that there's all just my worries euphoria? disappear? Okay. I'm a big worrier. Okay. I, in fact, I'm to this day racked with anxieties and worries mm. constantly. Mm. Uh, I didn't have much money. Sure. I didn't have any clear path towards the future. I had no skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I've been pretty mediocre dabbler at everything I've done. Up to that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, debatable. Yeah. But uh, yes, sure. up to that point, I've been a mediocre dabbler in everything I've done. Sure. And lacked a certain willpower mm. uh, to actually complete anything. Okay. And so I figured this maybe either be able to ignore that mm-hmm. or it gave me the confidence to complete them. I see. Um, it was not a feeling that lasted. Sure. And then that just kind of continued. Okay. All right. But did you, were you, uh, w- was there still some manner or did you still have some ability to like reach towards something while during this period or was it, or was it all just kind of uh, black? I don't know. I don't know. I know what it. you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted more than anything mm-hmm. to like express to the, and this is a very egotistical desire, but mm. I think not an uncommon one. Mm. I wanted more than anything to express how I felt to the world. Which was? I don't, that's the thing. I was so fucked up on drugs. Uh-huh. I couldn't have told you which way I felt. But and if, that's like. Really? No, I mean, I was... You knew that you were... You knew that something needed to be expressed. You didn't know what it was. I had gone... I had I had known that feeling, although I hadn't been able to name it for a while. Uh-huh. But I had known uh, until after a while. I had had that feeling for a long time uh. that I wanted to make some kind of art. Okay. Um, 
be it a book or something yeah, else. Yeah, no, okay. really a book was that I was yeah. shooting for. Because okay. that's really the only art I was I knew. Yeah. I've never been able to appreciate paintings in the way that I knew other people could. Sure. I mean, I like them, but you know, I've never been able to I, I'm not trained in any appreciating anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. obviously you don't need to be trained in appreciating things to appreciate things, but I had no I have a I had sort of a great uh, intellectual inferiority complex ah. too. Ah. Um, but I knew one thing is that I read more than anybody else I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the good thing about being on dope was mm. that I was able to read a lot more. Mm. Well, really? everything. Yeah. I, all I did was read. Oh. I read and listened to records. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, so the, yeah, I mean, I, I was just like, well, you know, I guess things will just happen until they happen to me. Uh-huh. You know, I had no conception of what a future looked like or like. No, but you said that you, but you had a, you had an, you had an yearning to like express yes. something to the world. But is is it you, you had a yearning to express yourself through this artistic work of a book through the world or just, or it was like, maybe uh, many different ways. You just I didn't had, know how. I had, I had come to realize how much beauty and wonder mm-hmm. and, uh, and, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it, but like godliness there was in the world. Oh. Uh, and I don't mean that in like a necessarily religious way or anything no, like no, that, but like the awe of it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, I wanted to express that. Of course, the egotistical little shithead that I was, I was like, I only, I can express this in the way that I feel it, which mm. I've come to realize is likely not true. Although well, that urge doesn't exactly disappear. Sure. Right? Yeah, sure. Um, I just recognize that it doesn't actually come from a place mm. of purity. Sure. Um, but I also thought that would help me solve some of the, the mystery of myself to me. Uh, the, the having this work of art. Yeah. Given, like, being able to transmit it. Ah. Because I felt like it was, you know, Elvis died with 50 pounds of shit in his stomach. Uh, sure. Imagine, picture that. Oof. That's nasty. 50 pounds. Yeah. He died... From trying to get it out. Uh, yeah. Down in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I felt. Is that there's something, in, not shit, but yeah. there's something in me that I need to evacuate. And it's going to kill me if I don't. Ah! Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and I still think that. Huh. But I don't tend to... I try to think in other terms. Now. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but, the, but the dope was a way for you to like momentarily like not be so racked with it exactly i feel i felt like i could suppress that Ah. which is ironic because what opiates do to you is i mean to take the scatological (laughs) thing to its conclusion yeah tend not to allow you to evacuate your bowels as easily Uh, as you might otherwise interesting Um, they cause a certain amount of constipation yeah that's right um and yeah i felt like i could either be content with never being able to do it Uh because i thought that was going to be the case okay or i could somehow uh, pump enough chemicals into myself that I would be able to do it by sheer just like another thing that happens to you, you know, obviously you take enough dope, yeah. you, you you don't have dope for a little bit. You get sick. Yeah, a lot of stuff of that. You sweat like a motherfucker. You piss like crazy. Yeah. And I hate to say this. You come at the drop of a hat. Really? Anybody? Have you ever heard Junkie by William Burroughs? There's a very interesting scene in there where he talks about lying flat on the ground of a prison of a jail cell in New Orleans. Yeah. And he just comes. Spot, like nobody's touching him. But it's painful spasm. And oh. I was like, so it's your whole, and you shit, yeah, and yeah. you cry, and every, any, just everything. Any, that's, that's sort of the kind of crazy beautiful thing about it, is yeah. that every 
every piece of liquid that's in you yeah, yeah. just is fleeing your body, leaving huh. you this fucking desiccated husk. And I figured that maybe my artistic process might be something like that. Uh, so it's either one of those two things. Okay. All right. Uh, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. About what? Everything. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, and I ended up just being really a pitiful junkie. Uh-huh. Did, why did you say, why did you say it that way? Is it because you, go ahead. I don't want to. Well, there's a quote about this guy named Peter Loeffner. He's a guitarist of the band Per Ubu. He sort of cult uh, Cleveland musician. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe it was said about him that by Lester Bangs that he, he thought if he shot enough speed, he would become Lou Reed. Mm. I mean, for that to rhyme. Yeah, yeah. The original quote isn't rhyming, but yeah. I'm an amateur. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought I could put no effort into something and that something would come out beautiful. Yeah. And instead of what I created was not only just a, I put a veil of darkness over myself. Yeah. I put it over a lot of other people uh-huh. too. Who and were, who had to, in a sense, walk with you through your addiction. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and didn't who, know how to I, I dragged right? behind me. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. By the fucking hair. Yeah. I, I, I injured a lot of people. A lot of people cared about me. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, Did you know that at the time? Yes. Okay. Right. Yes. And I, I, another big overriding factor in my life is guilt. Mm. And guilt uh, became a defining feature uh. of, of my life during this period. And it all converged. The, the like, I don't, there, there's something to be done with this life force that I have. I don't know how to do it, but maybe it will just, there, it'll be a spasm. Spontaneously. Right. There are, there's the, there's the guilt from what I, what I know, the, the pain that I know that I'm causing other people, but I'm going to just continue yeah. and maybe it'll be fine. But like all of it is like in this devil's brew of. Well, yeah. And, and the thing is with guilt, you rack up sort of a debt that uh, you have to borrow more and more from uh, because you can't pay it back. Uh-huh. And so I felt so bad about all the awful things I was doing to people mm. that the only solution I had because of my cowardice, because of my fear mm. was to continue along the path that I was going mm. in the hopes that that path ends at some point. Huh. The thing is, for 99% of, not 99% of people, no, I shouldn't say it, but a big possibility for that path ending for mm-hmm. a lot of people, including myself, mm-hmm. was jails, institutions, or death. Yeah. And I have been in the second two. Sure, sure. Um, sure, sure. And so I, uh, you know, my my life deteriorated. Okay. Until How long did it stay deteriorated? How many years? Several. Okay. I mean, it's hard. There's no real demarcation point to mm. when, like, this is when things got really bad yeah. because the, a lot of it was pretty unbearable. Sure. Um, shot dope for about three years. Oh, you had to start shooting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oxy I mean, or H? H. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oxy was done. It changed the formula. You couldn't crush <laughs> it anymore. You know. Sure. Sure. Um, and then I also got on methamphetamine. Oh, okay. To balance it out. I'm white after all. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shut <laughs> up. Oh my God. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of our thing. Yeah. Did you, were you able to still like, were you, were you able to still live a sort of independent life? Like, could you still make rent? Like kind yes. of feed yourself? Yes. But, okay. But you, criminality. Ah. Yes. So I was still working at the flower shop, okay. although I was fired from there after a bunch of heroin bags fell out of my backpack. <gasps> at it, work? At work, yes. Grace, what? Why yes. did you just keep them at home? Because I needed you were to do the heroin. At well, because I also, if I kept them at home, my girlfriend who I lived with would have found them. Oh, and she was an addict too? No. Oh, oh, she would have taken it from you. She would have been like, are you on heroin still? She didn't know? 
Oh, I did a pretty good job of hiding it for no, a while. No, she a while, knew. For a while. She just loved Joe ass. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she did. And okay. that is one of my greatest regrets that I think about every day sure. is that she loved me. Uh, um, but because uh, I, I definitely um, you dragged her. did her a disservice. I yes. see. Uh-huh. Uh, and so. You got fired from the, the flower shop. I got fired from the flower shop, but rehired by the flower shop. Huh. And I was also. Uh, no, and then I got hired by an even. So I've only worked at. Um, Ethnic florists. I worked for Greeks, <laughs> and I worked for a lady who said she was, in her words, she said she was a gypsy, uh. but I'm 99% sure that she was uh, from El Salvador. Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't think you guys speak Spanish. No. Uh, and, <laughs> but I stole a lot from work. Oh, both um, places. Yeah, I was under the table at both places. So sure. I was actually making pretty good money, oh, okay. all things considered. Oh, oh, you were working under the table. I was working on the table, but I also stole a lot from the from, register. Yeah, Not yeah. actually as much from uh, the Greek place, because yeah. I love those guys. I felt, I mean, I still love them. Still worked there up until a few years ago yeah. sometimes. Um, but from the from the ambiguously Romani place, I yeah. stole a lot from. From the Salvadorian and I also, Exactly, yeah. I also <laughs> stole, I stole business from them. What I would do is I would be like, I have my own flower thing and huh. I can make you bouquets. And what I would do, and I would give a little, I wrote out these business cards and like marker. Huh. I, I was tweaking. Yeah, uh, yeah. But people would call me and I would, uh, I would go through North Beach and Russian Hill. Yeah. And I would, and then at like two, three in the morning on meth uh-huh. and I would steal flowers from people's yards with clippers. Wow. And put them in buckets that I hid. That I would then take home to a garage and make, yeah. Wow. So I made a, I made a good deal of money doing that. Okay. Not a good deal, but. I but you made enough money to made get, enough money get your. Yeah. Wow, wow. And I stole from friends. Ooh. And family. Ooh. Yeah. You were you were deep in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would like break into my parents' house. And break <sighs> yeah. I yeah yeah. Exactly. I burned a lot of bridges that I'm surprised were standing at the time even to be burned. Then. Sure. <laughs> sure. What was there? A, okay. So but. Uh, I mean, I, I think obviously you at some point you got clean. Like, what was the? Yes, was I was arrested. Uh-huh. I was. I've been arrested. Uh, maybe a half dozen times in my life. Okay. Um, never for politics. Okay. <laughs> Funny enough. <laughs> Funnily enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but a couple theft charge A and B, uh, two A and Bs. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually I was I got hit with a felony meth possession. Ha. Because you had so much on you? You know how much felony meth possession? I don't know. I had about $15 worth of methamphetamine in my pocket. That's it? That's all yes. it takes? Oh. Yeah. Huh. Um, and they busted me and the dealer. Uh. You don't want to get caught when the dealer gets no. caught. No. Uh, and thankfully, though, okay. San Francisco's legal, like, legal system, mm-hmm. I will say, fairly lenient towards... The doper. Yeah. I know a lot of guys who, who got busted sure. and got out mm-hmm. as long as they agreed to go to detox or something. Sure. So I did. I went to a, I went to a, uh, a like, some contracted with the state yeah. place. Um, did you actually want to get clean or you just did no, it to get out? I just did it to get out. Okay. And by this time, the jig was up. I mean, I was Why? buying oh, meth you, at 4 a.m. Yeah. Everybody knew what I was doing, uh-huh. you know? Um you know, I was dope sick in jail. In fact, the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me was a guy who knows, maybe would maybe suck his dick later. I don't know. I got out, but I was in the dope ward. Uh, I think it's, I can't remember what pod it is, but there's different pods in San Francisco jail. And I was in the one where you're 
if you're dope sick, they put you. Uh-huh. Not everyone in there is dope sick, but uh-huh. they didn't give you oxy. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, methadone or methadone or anything? No. Yeah. You just had to sweat it out. Just sweat it out. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was sweating like a motherfucker. Yeah. Writhing around, and this guy spit a little bit of liquid methadone or something in my mouth. Uh-huh. How did he have it? He cheeked it a little bit. Oh, okay. Dopers are good at hiding shit. Where like, uh. you know, they like look in your mouth after you take things in jail and rehab and stuff. Yeah. And but some some guys got them fucking chipmunk juice. Yeah. And so he he spit a little in my mouth. That's the kindest thing anyone's ever. I don't know his name. Don't wow. know. You know. He just he saw I was in pain. And again, yeah. he probably would have made me fucking suck his shit off later. Yeah. But and you might have. And I'm and honestly, <laughs> I would have. Yeah. Because if funny. he would have given me methadone, yes, I I literally would have sucked that guy's dick. Because yeah. <laughs> it is the sickness that you feel is awful. At and at this point, I was withdrawing from both meth and heroin. <laughs> And I was with just, no medication no to help the step down. Not even like an ad. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I was just not doing good. Uh-huh. Anyways, that starts about a year and maybe longer. It's time gets a little fuzzy during these sure. things, but it starts about a year long process of me. At this point, nobody will talk to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I've kind of lost everything, but I, I go through various detoxes, rehabs, halfway houses, yeah. all these kind of things, trying to get clean. Uh-huh. Didn't really want to eventually. I was living in a basement room, shooting meth all the time. I almost cut my foot off because I was so ah. freaked out. I know. Gross. 23 years old. 24, maybe? Oh, 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, you know, I, I lived in the halfway house all over the place. Yeah. Um, eventually, they, uh, I went to a detox where I got kicked out of. and then just, Because they found you using? No, because of my bad attitude. Oh, okay. You were being Which rude. I was being rude. Okay. I was later, 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 someone who worked part-time in detoxes i'm like oh my god i kind of get it sure but um it would actually was the kick in the ass i needed because i was so bitter at them that i was like at the what? detox because they were like you'll never get sober and i was ah. like i bet i can i bet i actually could do it even better than if you tried to help me hmm. and that's what happened so you were trying to prove a point and that's what I was got to prove clean. a point and i got clean from that yeah oh so they were smart to do that they yeah knew that. yeah you, they, they, they had your number like I'm, i have no uh malice towards them at all sure, they sure. were right to do it yeah okay that was uh that was uh god's plan yeah just, just calm down Drake. Um, um at that point that at the point where you were you got clean to prove a point to someone else who said that you couldn't yeah what was the after like well it was kind of like waking up and it's like you know have you ever had a night where you did a bunch of bad stuff and you wake up the next morning when you're drunk you wake yeah. up the next morning you're like oh my absolutely oh my god yeah 100%. It was kind of like that, except okay. for the past five years. Mm. So there was a, it was a, it was a long, a long receipt, if you will. Of, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, that you were oh, realizing the good. gravity of. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did, was that paralyzing? I couldn't be any more paralyzed than I already had been. You eh. know what I mean, I hadn't, I, I was, listen, I was, there's a long period of my life where I was like literally crawling through the gutters looking for half smoked cigarette butts <laughs> to smoke. I yeah. collect them in a little box, and I would have half smoked cigarettes. Uh, I was I didn't eat for days at a time. Sure. I weighed about fucking ninety pounds. Seriously, I don't know how much. Like you had wasted away. There's only one photo of me from that year, mm-hmm. and I look skeletal. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh-huh. now I was sober. Yeah, and uh, so I had to face things head on, which I'd never really been able to do. Sure. And I was on nothing. Okay. No, you weren't drinking. Nothing. Not even smoking. Totally weed, sober. Okay. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and so, did a vision? Did a did a forward 
vision start coming together or you were still trying to reckon with the past? Here's the thing. I've never really had much of a real strong vision of the future. I have strong gut feelings, but I've never had like, this is where I'm going to be in five years. Never. never, I can't think like that. Okay. Uh, I just know, I know in my heart, in my gut, what the next right move should always be. I see. A lot of times I don't take that move for Uh. various reasons of fear, cowardice, whatever. Shit, not cowardice. I've been a coward many times in my life. Okay. Um, But yeah, and you know, through, through the help of friends um i was i was able to have new friends or old friends who had forgiven you and came back both okay okay um i was able to start getting my life back together which uh, what did that entail what did that mean getting a job okay place to live okay um you know showering sure (laughs) sure Uh, i had some you know i had some pro i had messed up my body kind of yeah. In some ways, yeah. I had, you know, kind of getting together from that. My brain was pretty fucked up. Sure. Pretty fried. Yeah. Meth is really bad for you. Uh, yeah. And so I... that had fried some synapses mm. uh, that are still fried. Sure. Actually. Um, but uh, I, yeah. So, I mean, it just it was a long process of getting back on my feet. Yeah. Um, I was thankfully, you know, through a sober person I knew, uh-huh. I was able to get a job at a gym. Nice. So I worked at a boxing gym mm-hmm. for a while mm-hmm. and just was able to, yeah, get back on my feet. I had sold a lot of my stuff. Mm-hmm. In your um, addiction. Mm-hmm. In my addiction, yeah. A lot of my record collection, Oof. stuff like that. I know. I still had a pretty big one, but sure, sure, sure. just wasn't very worth very much. Sure. Um, but is it, as, you're, as, you're, as, you're, as you are walking through a new way of surviving in your new sobriety, are you, are you able to look up and pay attention to, or, or take notice of what's going on around you in your community or in the world? Like what yeah. was happening around that Well, time? so in terms of politics, for instance, sure. I actually knew a good deal about politics and had for a long like time. Like locally or internationally, Both. nationally? Okay. Um, okay. I had, I had been a voracious reader mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, and you read enough, you encounter political ideas, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And I, I, I'd encountered them pretty early mm-hmm. and, and read a lot and did, I had no real conception because I wasn't involved in any political groups. Like, you know, I had done, I, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I did food, not bombs. Oh, okay. When I was, when I was, when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I did that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I had no real, like real conception. And I was, I was, I had come to the conclusion when I was a doper, mm-hmm. although probably before, I mean, it's the thing is, there's no like demarcation line. So I come to the conclusion when I was late teens, early twenties, that I was a communist. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize, like, what does that mean? It's like, but know, how did you come to that conclusion? You don't I read know. enough, and I was like, this seems right. Okay, okay. It's like these guys seem to want like to help everybody mm-hmm. uh, to be normal mm-hmm. and have like a life that's worth living. Okay. Um, you know, and I was like, why? Well, it didn't make sense to me that I was like, oh, I guess like I'm just not gonna have any money for the rest of my life and i was like oh that's like that sucks <laughs> like that's so that's like how everybody feels i'm like we should change that uh. um and uh you know i lived in pretty squalid conditions sure at various points in my life and i was like um yeah recently mm-hmm. um and uh yeah i was like i don't think this is the way the world should work this seems totally irrational to me and it's funny because i'm not a guy that's really into rationality sure. all the time i mean sure. it's not a I wouldn't describe myself as somebody who's really into rationality. Sure. But I was like, this, like, the market, all, like, the way things work and mm-hmm. the way they can just raise your rent and the way that, like, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that there's rent, it just seems so, like, it's like anarchy. 
Huh. You know? So it was, it was a combination of you being a voracious reader, you know, stumbling upon, you know, some some theory, I presume, or, or, or other people's ideas around theory combined with your own lived experience of, like, poverty and precarity. Yeah. Having to... Everybody I knew was like that, too. Yeah. I didn't meet anybody who was a tech worker or anything like that or... <laughs> had her like a job that paid them. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't your scene at the time. No, yeah. I mean, I just had never met anyone like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like my parents had the more money than anyone else I knew and they were like sure. middle class. Yeah, yeah. And so it's actually, it's not true. I had one, one, one friend whose parents were rich. Yeah. It was like the one girl we knew whose like parents were rich as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just remember I destroyed their couch one time. The only time I was ever allowed at their house, our <laughs> parents' house. I spilled a glass of red wine. There's a picture of me Right after doing me and my friend Liz, and I'm, it was me and my fattest. I was very fat when I was a kid, uh-huh. uh, or I was like a porky, like little 16, 17 year old. Sure, sure. And I'm like, Whoa. and it's just like I'm covering something up with a little towel because uh, it's like a white couch, and I didn't Ooh. really get how things worked. Sure. Um, and I was like, um, in retrospect, I probably cost those people a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I was just like, this sucks. Uh-huh. Like, I'm miserable. Everyone I know is fucking miserable. Uh-huh. Like, it's, this is not how people should live. About what year is this? Like, is this pre-Great Recession or post? Post. My dad My dad actually got fired pre-Great Recession. Okay. But he'd been fired from a job and stuff. And so, like, I was aware of, like, that all my friends' parents were getting fired and yep. stuff in yep. 2008. Because I was like, oh, yeah, my dad got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, uh, this, is, this was post. Mm-hmm. I mean, 2008... I do you remember walk, when Occupy Wall Street happened? That wasn't 2008. It was like 2012. No, like uh, after. T- no, not that late. Like 2009, 2010. Well, I was on heroin during that, okay. so I missed the whole thing. Uh, um, you were, yeah, you were just not absent. a second. I witnessed. <laughs> okay. My God, barely aware it was happening. I was just like, oh, this seems like. I remember seeing something on TV. I'm like, oh, these guys are into Ron Paul. <laughs> and I remember trying to explain that to a guy who used to shoot double. He was like, who the fuck? <laughs> The fuck is Christ. Ron Paul? Shut up. And I was like, oh, no, that's all good. Yeah, don't worry um, about it, dog. Don't worry about it, player. Like, <laughs> let, let me get a little. Let's keep, let's keep squeezing these lines in the spoon so we can shoot this crack easier. Uh, that does work. Uh, you just need a little citrus. Um, so, oh, to dissolve it? Yeah, if you ever see, like, on a, the street of SF, you'll see, like, a little bag sometimes that looks like, oh, my God, someone left a giant bag of Coke on the ground. Yeah. It's actually, like, vitamin C or citrus powder or whatever uh, that needle exchanges give people so they can shoot crack easier. Huh. Yeah. Why do you want to shoot it easier? Well, so it you absorbs? wouldn't want to shoot it harder. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess it absor- breaks it down. I oh, only okay. shot a crack, like, once or twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Smoked okay. it a few times, but that's okay. fine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was just like, this sucks. Yeah. I, I hate, like, I, I, I don't know. I was like, things don't seem fair. Sure. There was a, there was a just kind and of And even like a, I had it better than most people. Sure. And you it know? still was shitty for you. Exactly. Gotcha. And I'm like, wow, this must really suck for 90% of people in the fucking world. Huh. What did you do with that? Or did you not do anything with it for a long time? I'm like, where do you go with that? You know what huh. I mean? Nobody else I knew, like, I mean, this is like 2013, 2014. Okay. And I got to be honest, when a lot of people... I knew or encountered back then who were like communists. The sure. only people I knew were PSL because I went to reading yeah. groups at their headquarters down on uh, like near the knockout mission. Mm-hmm. And so I joined PSL. Okay. Uh, how did you find your way there? Like, how did you even become aware of them? I don't know. 
know. You I, went from smoking crack that, with someone who didn't know who Ron Paul was yeah. to, to reading groups at PSL. I don't know how I got there, actually. Okay. I think it was like I, I knew some guy who was in it or something or like okay. – I went to an event. It was like something where it was like. It was like random. It was like random. Happens yeah. Then. It wasn't like, I was like, this is just seemed to be the only other people who are into the same thing I'm into. Gotcha. Okay. And like, you know, I, I shit wasn't going so well for me. Sure. And I was like, these guys are, they're not smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're reading. Uh, exactly. I like reading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, I felt. Like, I was like, I actually understand what we're talking about a little bit. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I never really, like, I'm, I'm you know, again, like, I, I am, a, I, I feel myself an intellectual inferior to a lot of people mm-hmm. because I, I didn't really have, like, a much of an education. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not my, it's my own fault, but it's what happened. And so that gave me a little bit, not like a real huge complex. I don't want to oversell it. But yeah. like, um, and it's, the, it's, the, it was it's something a, you were aware of. Yeah, exactly. And it's an objective fact. Like, I don't know a lot about a lot of things that a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of, I mean, but that's, that's, that's also a facade. Like a lot of people of don't course. know a lot of yeah. things. And your perception of other I, people yes. was yeah. that they know more than me. And yeah. so that makes me a little insecure about totally. the, 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 the corpus of knowledge that I currently have. The corpus of knowledge that I had was just literally from books that I had randomly picked up. Sure. That had no like cohesion. I got you. You know what I mean? I got you. But at PSL though, did, did that... Did you start to get a container around the things that you started to uh, 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 read, pursue, try to understand? Kind of. I was just like, oh, there's people that do stuff. But I was also like getting my life together. Sure, sure, sure. And like, you know, I was like, I, I want to work as much as possible. Yeah. And like, I kind of just like stopped doing as much. And you know, I went to the tenants union, helped out there, mm-hmm. or shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Bernie campaign happened, and then all of a sudden, a lot of people were interested in like left wing stuff. Now, I thought the stories about drugs from my interview with Dr. Jared Ball were as wild as it was going to get. But I think my boy Brace might got him beat. <laughs> Tune in to part two with Brace, where he gets inspired to go to Syria and fight, comes back and helps organize a union, is a sailor for a hot second, and oh yeah, <laughs> gets very vulnerable about his experience starting that podcast and his current political work. Part two is up right now on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's left to do. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash what's left to do. Okay, see you over on Patreon. <laughs>